Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. I was on social media last night flipping around, and I saw a hashtag, hashtag why not be kind, and not is spelt N-O-T-T, as in not auto, and the sales manager at not auto, Dave Bishop, joins us on the phone now. Dave, good afternoon. Hi, guys. How's it going? Excellent. So how's this work? Um, I mean, people have to do a couple of things uh, in order to be in to win the car, and they don't they, they don't win the car and drive it away and, and you know, keep it, but they get it, and it's a pretty damn cool car, a Tesla, and they get it for a whole week, which is, is very cool. Uh, a lot of people are fans of that uh, that vehicle. So how does this work? How do people get in on this? Yeah, it's uh, it's all based through our social media platforms, through our Instagram and our Facebook. So you, uh, like you said, you like, you share, you comment, um, follow our page, and uh, and anyone who's uh, who's interested. And obviously, a key p- part of that is is get vaccinated. Um, you know, the the key here is that uh, more and more information continues to come out, and it just shows that that our quickest and the our, our most direct path back, you know, back to normal. Is, is through vaccinations, and, and we've targeted, um, you know, through the amount of interest that we've seen in the Tesla brand lately, um, we've, we've known that the, the younger demographic is, is, in a lot of cases, pushing their parents into these vehicles. And so we knew that this would be a vehicle that would, uh, would uh, certainly appeal to that, that younger demographic, and, and we want to try and do our part to try and get Manitoba back to, to what we all miss, which is, uh, you know, patios with our friends and bomber games and Jets games and and uh, so whatever we can do to try and help get that back is, is what we're going to do. That's a very good point. And I didn't make the connection until just now because obviously a Tesla would appeal to the younger demos. And the younger demos are the ones that are somewhat reluctant, slow to get the shot, somewhat hesitant. And so that's brilliant. That's really a good idea. Well, you know, it's uh, like I said, we, we get a lot of people who come through the door here and, uh, and they're, they're looking at the Tesla brand as, a, as an option for them. And uh, we're finding out that it's the, the 10-year-olds, the 15-year-olds, the 20-year-olds that are, that are pushing their parents into these vehicles. And so to be able to give them a, a pretty cool experience for a week um, in something that, you know, they may not be able to afford right now, but certainly down the road um, will, will become an option for them. So, yeah, we've, I, we've I, been uh, blown away by the response for it. And, uh, cool. We, we can't wait to, to put someone in one for a week. I don't know, you know about this particular car, but, I mean, what, what, these, these Teslas are very popular. What, what do they go for? I mean, they're, they're a more expensive car, obviously. Well, they, they have released a couple to the market recently that are geared towards, uh, you know, the, the entry-level buyers. So we do have some starting at around forty-seven to $52,000, and, uh, and those are nearly new. Um, and those are the rear-wheel rear drive ones with around a 400-kilometer range in the Model yeah. 3s. And, and you can get all the way up to, you know, 120000 with the, uh, the Model Xs, wow. which are, um, you know, a little more uh, extravagant. But at the end of the day, you know, um, gas savings uh, are just continuing to, to compound themselves. So the more that we can, uh, we can do to try and get green and, and save ourselves some money in the, in the process, uh, you know, we'll all be better for Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think we've seen it more in the States. Budweiser was giving away beer if people got vaccinated, you know, and now we've kind of hit that point here where, you know, it's starting to slow down. And so now we're trying to get creative. And, and I really, you know, uh, I salute you guys over at Not for doing this. And I think we'll see more and more businesses. We're going to see the, you know, we're going to talk to the Jets and, and Moose later on. True North, they're doing this uh, vaccination tour. And, 
And, you know, businesses have really been hurt by this pandemic, and I think this is a great way for businesses to come up with something creative like what you guys have done to try and get people to get vaccinated and so that, you know, we can go back to shopping the way we always did or, as you said, go to a bomber game or, or you know, hang out with our friends. Absolutely. I mean, I've got some really close friends that have been impacted, uh, you know, on a, a real financial level that, uh, um, you know, for instance, you look at the King's Head pub that's, that's having to, to make a decision whether they're going to be able to open after this, you know, this new, uh, this new lockdown. And, and that's a Winnipeg, uh, you know, institution. Um, so if mm-hmm. we're starting to lose those, that's where we all need to do our part to try and get things back, you know, to where it, where it can be. And, and, and this is the quickest and easiest path to it. So that's, you know, where we're trying to help wherever we can. And at the end of the day, we're all on Team Winnipeg, Team Manitoba. And, and uh, so we, we just need to get, get back to where we can. Yeah. Appreciate your time, Dave. Before I let you go, I got to tell you, when, when I'm in the area, I always take a swing by and, and sometimes I even I even pull into your lot and drive around because I like to see what you've got in there for cool vehicles. What else besides the Tesla that somebody might win for a week? What else have you got on the lot right now? Well, we've got a, a huge selection of fantastic vehicles, and uh, you know we've we've been uh, uh, fast at work trying to trying to keep uh, selection and inventory up uh, yeah. in a market that's been proving to be a little bit more difficult than what we're used to. But um, you know we've got our consignment program, which offers uh, you know local people the opportunity to bring their vehicle in and get top dollar for it. Which yeah. is uh, any cool any cool vehicles though, Dave? I mean, uh, yeah, and I've, I'm happy I've to give a, you the I've plug because I. That's all right. I've got a Mercedes AMG uh, GTC sitting beside me here, which is nice. a pretty cool vehicle. And uh, but uh, admittedly, the Teslas are the one that's that's bringing the hmm. most uh, interest and appeal right now. Cool. And somebody's going to win it for a week. Hey, Dave. Thanks a lot, and thank Trevor for me too. Okay. I will do. Thanks for having us, guys. Just before I bring in our next guest here, I just want to play a clip of uh, an interview that Jeff Courier did on CJOB earlier with Liz Kovac, the head of the Western Retail Lumber Association. Here's what she said about lumber prices earlier here on CJOB. The prices uh, in the futures markets are showing a drop, but it's going to take a little time for that to actually have an impact in the real market. And a big reason for that is is the lead times on the material that's already been purchased. With all the supply chain issues we've been experiencing, there's long lead times of about six to ten weeks for the materials to be or to be delivered. So whatever you're ordering right now is not actually going to arrive until about six to ten weeks. And there's a variety of issues surrounding that. It could be a lot of it is related to transportation issues, but uh, there is have been a backlog of material orders that the industry has been trying to get caught up with. So it's still going to take a little time. So lumber prices are coming down, but we probably won't see lower lumber prices for several weeks. Lanny McGinnis is the president and CEO of the Manitoba Home Builders Association, and he joins us on the phone now. Lanny, hello. Good afternoon, Hal. Thank you for doing this. Really appreciate it. So uh, we're hearing anecdotally that, you know, uh, some builds are being paused. Some people are maybe putting off building that new home because lumber prices and other prices are so high. Any truth to that? Yeah, unfortunately, we, we've started hearing kind of the same thing where there are instances where people have delayed uh, whether on the builder side or on the purchaser side uh, to begin new construction until um, you know, until supplies really become available. And that's, that's con- continues to be the issue, How is that, that the demand is, is simply just outstripped 
the the supply of building materials. And like you said, we're going to probably not see any uh, leveling off or or even reduction in prices for for quite a while yet. Mm -hmm. So people, maybe a a couple that are planning on building a new home, they're saying, you know what, we'll wait a while. And then there are also builders who would build a home on spec, right, speculating that it would be sold at some point. They're maybe pulling back as well. Yeah, because uh, you're just not sure you're able to get uh, a, a solid supply of materials whether it's in time to meet a deadline or in time to uh, uh, to, to get that spec house built, so um, you know we're we're still expecting as uh, you know as the WRLA mentioned earlier today, um, even even though there's some movement at the at the commodity level and we're seeing a, a, a little bit of leveling leveling off with that escalation of price, there's still supply issues and that's gonna you know it's gonna take some time to. Uh, to work its way through the supply chain and into the market. And so, you know, our expectation is, you know, seeing the results of what's happening now, probably two to three months from now in terms mm. of price. Pricing. And again, and again, sort of an, one of those imperfect COVID-19 storms, right? Like we keep seeing this at a time when, you know, the demand for houses is huge and we're seeing that in sales you would think this would be a great time to build and, and be a builder and want to build a house. It's another option um, that might be more attractive, but because of supply of lumber and, and other things, um, that's not happening at the pace you would hope. No, and it's 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 a, a global situation. It's it's not localized at all. What we're experiencing here is what's being experienced right across Canada and globally. And so... Um, and, and you know, lumber prices have, have really been the uh, uh, the focal point because one, um, the escalation has been so significant, and two, that product is just tough to get. Like we were we were experiencing significant shortages um, at a time when when the demand for for lumber products was at its peak. Um, but it's across the board that we're experiencing this in other building materials as well. Uh, steel studs, roofing, interior doors. We're hearing of paint shortages. Um, anything that uh, that has resin in it. Um, it's it's it is like you said. It is the imperfect storm, and it's really because supply has been impacted because of COVID. Uh, the supply chain has been impacted because of COVID, and we're seeing uh, demand at record levels. I'm sure it's hard to do this, but try for me if you can. Put a percentage on it, right? Like, you know, a house a year and a half or two years ago, pre-COVID, how much of an increase in price if a bill does go ahead now, despite all of this, how much more, uh, how much bigger is the price tag? We we haven't qualified this quite yet or quantified it quite yet, but we're hearing ranges between 35 to 40 percent in terms of overall increased cost just due to uh, material price increases wow it's, it's significant no kidding that is significant i mean no wonder some people and builders are saying now's not the time it's and uh, what we've been recommending to to builders and to purchasers is because you could be talking about building a home uh, and signing, you know, purchase agreement three months uh, ago and starting to build now. Your your costs could have significantly increased. So we wanted to make sure everybody's, you know, keeping that in mind and protecting themselves 
in their purchase agreements um, and, and reflecting that the, this is a reality right now and that costs are escalating and they could escalate significantly. So make sure that's identified in your in your purchase agreements. Mm-hmm. Just a curious question from me. Uh, does this scenario cause builders and, and your association to say, hey, there are other ways to build a house um, you know, maybe we should look at those more closely or maybe they become more popular going forward. We we are hearing that a bit. We're also hearing concerns of, um, I, I hate to use the term, but knockoff material coming into the, into the marketplace that's uncertified. And certainly MHBA builders won't be going down that road, but we're a little concerned that some might see it as, um, as a uh, saving saving some um some money and getting a build quicker but our concern is that the products that are you know potentially coming into the market are substandard so you want to protect yourself against that for sure um but certainly you know this this is having a, an impact it's it is causing delays in terms of being able to uh to meet production times and um it's it's something we're going to be dealing with for this foreseeable future. And so, how one one thing we as an industry have done to uh, to to recognize that this is pro, this is happening and that it is going to kind of cause some delays for for our members is we're we've we're still having our fall parade of homes uh, coming up in the fall, but we have changed the dates and we pushed it back a bit to give our builders more time uh, to be able to put on you know the the signature parade that uh, that they always do um, we didn't want to uh, be in a position where where they weren't ready uh, because of these kind of delays in the system and in the supply chain so we've we've pushed back parade it's going to be a little later in the fall this year it's usually in september it's going to be october this uh, this time around after thanksgiving but it's still on and we're still uh, looking forward to putting on the the biggest and best parade of homes in canada well, and hopefully old school, right? Where where people, big crowds of people, are going through houses and and enjoying looking at the new homes. That you know, our that's obviously where we hope we're we're at. But if if we're not, we're still. Uh, we've now done a couple of under pandemic conditions, so yep. we're ready either way. It had to do it uh, and do it as safely as possible, so that people uh, who are visiting the show homes understand that uh, it's a safe experience and, and they're doing it uh, under under uh, restrictions that are protecting them and, and making it the best uh, the best visit possible and that they feel safe and secure in going out and visiting the show homes. Mm-hmm. Lanny, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Al. Take care. Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.